Welcome to the Unleash Your Voice podcast. I'm your host, Danielle Driuso, performer and creator by nature, voice specialist and leadership coach by day. And I work with entrepreneurs all over the world to help them unleash their voice and step into the leader that they were destined to be. This podcast is an unfiltered look at what it takes to truly own who you are as a leader, unleash your voice, and get your message to the masses. Are you ready to turn up the volume on your dreams, your desires, and your income? Sweet. Let's get started. Hey, hey, what is up, you guys? What's up? What's up? It is a beautiful day. I am bringing some knowledge bombs your way today. So it ain't Sunday, unless you're listening to this on a Sunday, then the joke will not land. But like I always say, it ain't Sunday, but we in church today, y'all. And we're talking about what it means to truly stop, like to really stop asking for permission to be you, asking for consent from other people to just show up as you. This is what needs to stop up in this world, and we're going to talk about it today and what it really means to unplug from all these things that are telling us to be one way, all these people who are giving us an identity that doesn't vibe with really who we are at a core, and just unplugging from it all and busting through this limited view of how you're allowed to show up in your own life and just showing up like you own the damn place because you do. This is your life. Congratulations. Welcome. You are living and breathing. You're a human being. I'm assuming unless you are an animal, in which case kind of feeling like Snow White right now, but assuming that you are a human being, you are here with a purpose. You're here with thoughts, beliefs, desires. I talk about this all the time and I really get into the idea of voice work. So you have a voice that is so specific to you. Someone can even try to mimic your voice, but there's something so specific and there's a lot of talented, talented voice actors that can mimic other people's voices, but you were given one specific voice. Two voices are not the same. Even though sometimes they can sound the same, they're completely different. And it carries so much more than just a sound. It's an entire energy of who you are. It's your thoughts, your beliefs, your desires, everything that is inside your body, everything that is inside your soul, everything that is inside your head. You getting it out into the world is your voice, whether that's your actual physical voice, like how you're speaking right now, or whether that's how you're showing up in your content, or whether that's how you're showing up on video, or whether that is how you edit certain things, how you create art, everything from your insides to the outside, your voice is a bridge. And there's no one who can do it exactly like you. That's why a lot of people say like, If someone's copying you, don't worry about it because they cannot replicate you. They cannot replicate your own personal self-expression. And this is why the industry and everything feels so oversaturated is because everyone's looking to the collective and saying, hey, how am I allowed to show up today? And the collective is like, in this way, here's some strict rules and guidelines of how we're allowed to show up. So we're just going to pass that on to you. And they're like, okay, I'm going to take this as Bible. And the energy in which you charge yourself with, the ideas in which you charge yourself with, just like a battery, I talk about this all the time, but it's so true. Just like a battery, what you are filling yourself with, the thoughts, the ideas, beliefs, the energy, the space, the environment, everything is exactly how you are acting from. That's exactly what you're acting from. That's the charge in which you are going to go do life with. You fill yourself up 
And then you go do life in that certain way and you, you create your actions based on how you feel yourself. So for example, if you're feeling really low and irritable already, and maybe you decide to plug into someone who makes you feel like shit, have you ever done this? I feel like everyone in this world has done this where, you know, you know, whether it's someone who just amplifies your fears or whether it's someone who you have a bad day and they have to like overcompensate and make their day worse because like that's just how they are or whether it be someone who is really terrified for your well-being like a parent or something like that where you go there and you're like I'm really scared and they're like yeah you should be do you remember that one time that blah 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 and you were irresponsible and now you've filled yourself with this identity of what someone else thinks of you what someone else believes about you And then you go forth and you act off of that. It's the same thing with like body image, especially for me. I feel this on like a soul level where you might be feeling really amazing for a week and then maybe you have a really like big family dinner or something like that. I know a lot of um, my American listeners just finished the holidays. So maybe you go and have like a huge meal and you are around a lot of people who maybe in your family have this strong, strong fear of being overweight, or maybe they have the strong, strong fear of never being enough or something like that. So what they, what they do is they pick everyone apart. They pick each other apart. Maybe they make a lot of comments about uh, how much food they're eating and then maybe they overeat and maybe they make a lot of comments about that. And it's just a continual cycle. And then maybe even if you've gotten really fit recently, I remember when I got so fit one year, People would always comment on how I should put more on my plate, how I was just going to be skin and bones and all this stuff, right? And it really messed with my mentality because what they didn't know is that I was going through binge eating issues and I was trying to reprogram these eating disorders and this disordered eating that I had grown up with for so long. Like if you didn't already know this about me, I was like on Jenny Craig when I was about 11 or 12 or something like that. And that was a huge part of my life was always feeling shame around my body. And this podcast is actually inspired by, I was scrolling through the interwebs today and this morning actually, okay. So for no reason at all, I woke up at 3am. Who knows why I just like woke up. I was wired. I went to bed at midnight. So I was wired and I didn't really have enough energy to do work. I was kind of scattered. I tried to meditate. I tried to do everything and I was just up. So I scrolled through the face page, right? The Facebooks. And I came across this one slam poet and I cannot for the life of me remember her name, but if I find it, I will put it in the show notes. But if you know exactly what I'm talking about, cause I was really like wired and it was very early in the morning when I was half asleep watching this, but something really struck a chord with me. And she was talking about her body and how, when she's making love to someone new, she has this tendency to like grip her stomach because it's a moment of insecurity for her. It's a place of insecurity for her. And she's really good at, she was talking about how she spent her whole life, like coming to peace with her body and loving her body, but she wasn't ready to like ask someone else to love her body. And that just struck a chord with me because much like her, I have gone through so much to really come to terms with my body and not really come to terms. That's like a terrible way to say it. That's a very negative way to say it. That's not what I mean. Um, But really come to radical self-acceptance and say, you know what? This is my body. Even when I was at my smallest and at my heaviest, 
it was still this shape of my body that was my body. And I was always trying to get rid of it. I was always trying to get rid of my curves. I was always trying to get rid of how short I was. I was always trying to wear heels. I was always trying to dress in certain ways so I wouldn't be too curvy. So I wouldn't look super, super sexual all the time. Like if you, if my curvy girls know what I'm talking about, like one of your friends who might not be as curvy they wear something and it's like whatever and then you try to wear the same top and you're like everything is everywhere and I have a body like Kim Kardashian so it's like everything is just like everywhere right (laughs) it's just a lot of things look very sexual on me when I don't mean for them to look sexual on me and so it's like that fear of being too much or like showing too much skin or something like that so I've definitely dealt with that and dealt with that, oh, like I can't blend in. I really, it's really hard for me to blend in because of my curves and stuff and becoming so obsessed with my own body that then I pick apart other people's bodies. Because like I said, what you fill yourself with is the exact same energy in which you act on. That's why there's, I can't remember who said it. Was it Tim Ferriss? I don't know. Someone famous. Hold on. Google break. I'm going to talk while I Google this. Okay. But there was that one guy who said you are the, can you hear the typing on my keyboard? You are the sum of the five closest friends or whatever. Who said this? Let's take a look. Yeah. Okay. So you, Tim Ferriss totally said that. Wow. Look at me go guys. If you want a trivia partner and you're going on a game show, I am more than willing to be your trivia partner. I've also always wanted to be on the game show. So please hit me up. Match game is what I'm the best at. Okay. So Tim Ferriss, yeah, you're the average of the five people you spend the most or that you most associate with. And that's the thing is because you're always filling yourself with their energy. Have you ever been around someone who is very solid in who they are and therefore you feel really solid in who you are? And then it's just like, it elevates your energy, right? This is why I think it's so important to always have a coach or always be plugging into a podcast or always be reading, reading a book or always be around people who really, really lift you up or have the energy in which you wish to have because it's contagious. Just like how if you are with someone who is constantly obsessing over their body, if they're constantly um, in fear of food, if they are constantly just really critical of themselves, you almost feel an obligation to take on that energy because you might feel bad, especially if you're a very caring person or you're an empath. You might feel like, oh, I have to take on that energy and now I feel like shit about myself, right? And so that took me a long time for me to, if someone insulted themselves or if someone had self-deprecating humor, it really was my first instinct because I used to be the same way. It was my first instinct to try to like pull them out of the mud. And so I would be like, no, 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 like here, think this way and do this. And really it's not my job to save anyone. It's not your job to save anyone. And the best thing that you can do for someone is not try to like get in the mud with them to pull them out. It's by holding the space for yourself that elevates them when they're around you, right? Just like I said, it's contagious no matter what. When a lot of people hang out with me now, I used to be totally not this person for the longest time. I was super self-deprecating and I was very insecure and all that stuff. And I was always, always just like so hyper aware about my body, so hyper aware about how I sounded, what I like, what I said, everything. I was just always, always obsessed with being liked. And this translated to me always using self-deprecating humor and always, um, commenting on things and judging people openly and being like, Oh, did you see that person or whatever to get the attention off of me, even though the tension wasn't on me, but you know, this, if you are in a fear spiral or if you are in anxiety spiral, or you, if you are in a place where you're so insecure about something, you 
it's, you can't get it off your mind. It is always on your mind. It is always on the forefront of your mind. It's always something that you are thinking about because you're so afraid of it and what you resist persists, right? So you are constantly, constantly consumed by it. So I used to totally be that person and I used to feed in and be like, oh, like, no, it's fine. No, it's okay. But if someone's like, just is self-deprecating, I just don't engage anymore. It's not my job. It's not my job to engage in less or my energy. The best thing that I can do for someone is to hold a caliber and a standard for my life and to act off of that and just be a role model and be a leader and step into my own power so that they have permission to step into theirs. And this is something that I was thinking about early this morning when I was just listening to that slam poet. I I was just thinking about the fact that it's so funny how we still ask for permission, right? Just like how she said, how she wasn't ready to ask someone else to love her, even though she loved her body, right? She was asking for someone else to love a part of her that she loved about her. And it's just wild to me that we still think about this because I relate so strongly where I show up in a certain way and when I'm alone or if I'm with people who I really, really trust, I'm 110% Danny. Like even on my podcast, on my platforms, I'm 110% me. This is as real Danny as it gets, right? You guys have heard my podcast with people, without people. It's the same dealio, right? And when people have met me in person, they're like, oh, you're the same online or in person as you are online. That's really cool. And that's one of my main things is to be transparent and to be open And really to be authentic in my branding, not only because when someone signs up to work with me or signs up for one of my courses, they work with me, right? So I want to make sure that they're getting the same person on the other side of that commitment as they did before. It's like a trust factor, right? They know who they, they're investing in themselves, but they know who is holding space for them. And they know exactly the type of energy that they're going to be plugging into for the time being, right? For whether it's one-on-one for a year or whether it's like my unprofessional course that I've been talking about, which has been like, it'll be 30 days, right? We start December 2nd. And that feeling of trust, right? It's so, so important. But there's also times where I have found myself surrounding myself with people who I feel almost like I have to justify myself because they're not stable in who they are. And this isn't like if someone's not stable in who they are, don't just cut people out of your life just because you're like, oh, you don't vibe with me, vibe with me anymore. Bye. But you can, if you want, like if it's something that you need to really step into and let go of, and you need to let go of that person, do it. Um, I am all for you honoring yourself and honoring your boundaries, but this isn't like cut everyone out of your life. This is like stand so strong in yourself that you don't have to ask permission for someone else to love the parts of you that you love about you. It's this idea and this programming of always waiting for permission, always waiting for permission. This idea of being polite, being so polite that we are so self-deprecating. So for example, this idea of having someone love your body. This just hit home for me so, so deeply because I've gained some weight over the past couple of years and I've, t- I've been very open about that. I've been very open about my health concerns that I've been through and all that stuff over the past couple of years. And really now I'm back to being like quite curvy. I always have been, but just like curvy of a normal, right? Then normal quote unquote, than what I was used to. And for a while when I was very, very heavily into the fitness world and heavily into the health world, right? And this idea of 
oh, like, what if I show up, especially because we've been dating, I've been dating, guys, I've been dating, and I'm going to talk to a really special guest on Friday, so get excited, we're going to do a whole dating episode, but even that idea of, oh, what if I'm not what they think I am? What if they, what if they have this perceived notion of how I'm going to look or how I'm going to act or something like that, and how I'm going to show up. And I just, I love these parts of myself and I want them to love it too. So how can I ask for almost permission? Like, excuse me, can you love these parts of me as well? And I was just thinking about this this morning because it just struck home and I'm like, oh my God, this is such a program belief. And one of my goals in life is to just bust through all these program beliefs of us having to hate ourselves into being humble and submissive because it makes no sense. Like we have voices, we need to use them for a reason. And that's why the world is in the state that it is now because everyone's so scared to speak up. And if they do, it's like more chaos and just more gong shown us, right? So we need to really hold space for ourselves in a very loving and compassionate way so we can hold space for other people in the same way and then use our voices and have a clear, open communication channel and a sacred form of self-expression where we can just show up as us and feel 110% us. Does that make sense? So I'm just listening to this slam poetry thing, right? And I'm having these realizations and I just thought in my head, I'm like, okay, but what if I never had to ask for permission? What if every single thing that someone has told me about my weight or about my height or about who I am or about me being loud or quiet or shy or, or bold or too, too much or too extra or something like that. What if that was all just a reflection of them? And a reflection of my own beliefs in myself. But what really about what they said is a part of my identity? It's not. A lot of the times people will say things to you that can be hurtful, but they say it from a place, from an energy of them not even being stable in their own identity. So them feeling the need to control or this them feeling this need to identify someone else because they're not strong in their own identity and it feels unstable. Does that make sense? But yet we take this notion of what people have said to us or said about us or said about who we are as Bible. And we're like, oh, that's my entire identity now. Think about, especially when you're young, I, I was called selfish a couple times when I wanted something. Um, it'd be like, don't be selfish. So I made a point to be the most selfless person ever and give away everything I had. I remember my mom used to give me $20 for lunch for school and I would give it away because I didn't want to be called the rich kid and I didn't want to feel selfish. So I would rather not eat and give away my money (laughs) than be well fed and well nourished and feel like I'm taking away from someone, even though I never was right. It's these identifying factors that other people might say offhandedly or in a, in a moment of anger or in a moment of unsteadiness that we take And we make it mean everything about who we are as people. But what if we never had to do that? What if that was optional? What if we chose to do that because we were taught to do that and we were programmed to do that, but you don't have to do that anymore? What if you got to break the beliefs and break the standards and break the limitations that other people have put on you and you have put on yourself and you could just step up, rise up into the leader that you were destined to be without limitation? What if everything everyone has ever said about you isn't true And what if you get to define for yourself who you get to be, how you get to live, and how you get to show up in this world? What if? How different would your life be? And this is really something that I wanted to talk about because even me, even the self-expression queen, the throat shocker queen, whatever people call me, and whatever I call myself, (laughs) Queen Danny, right? But 
what if I never even had to limit myself? Even to this day, I talk about sacred forms of self-expression. I'm continuously doing this work. I'm continuously showing up in this work. This work is my life. This work is the work that I teach, I breathe, I live. And I still find myself asking for permission, whether it be around my body, whether it be around what I'm eating, whether it be around how I'm showing up online, whether it be around how I'm showing up with my friends, whether it be around um, how quickly I'm talking or if I'm going to apply for this one thing, because what if I'm not good enough, right? I applied for a speaking event and she asked for a speaker reel, the person who I was applying to. And I don't really have a speaker reel because a lot of the a lot of the recorded speaking events that I've had, it's been so intimate. So it's kind of like um, not as dramatic, right, as usual. That doesn't mean that I've never been on a stage before. I've been on stages in front of like hundreds and hundreds of people. But these are just more intimate moments. And they're just glimpses because I really didn't want to take away from the work of when I was teaching, right? So I felt instantly insecure. I was like, oh my God, here's a bunch of videos that I do online. Here's my podcast. Here's everything that I have. Also, here's like, I don't have a speaker reel, but I have all these. Also, I swear a lot. Oopsies. And I started to have these flashbacks to when I was in theater and all these ideas of what professionalism was. And I started to get very nervous and very scared. And I started to freak out a little bit about, oh my God, what if I don't get in? What if this person doesn't want me in their event? What if this person isn't going to hire me because I'm unprofessional? Oh my gosh. What, what if, like, what if I'm so myself online that I've actually discredited my work? And that is the biggest fear, isn't it? Isn't that the biggest fear that we are so ourselves that someone will think that we're not good enough and, but we're so ourselves. So we actually take it personally and we feel the rejection. How wild is that? And this is the reason why I built this course. This is the reason why I do 30 days in this course, because it's continual work for 30 days to step into the leader that you were destined to be and to bust through these limitations and to really be okay with being hashtag unprofessional. And what that means is professionalism is subjective. It depends on the person and it depends on the event and it depends on your audience and it depends on who you're walking in front of and who you're speaking to. And it's just so subjective, just like every single belief that you've been told about yourself. It's subjective. It's based on someone else's opinions. But this is your life. This is the life that you are living. So why would you limit your life based on what other people are thinking? Why would you limit your abilities based on someone else's idea of where the limit is? Why would you shut down your own innovation because someone told you that's not how it's meant to be? There is a reason why we all all have such different beliefs and thoughts and abilities. It's so we can continue to grow and expand. But when we look at someone else's limitations in a moment where they might not be studying themselves or in a moment where they might have hit a limitation and that's what they believe in that moment, if we allow ourselves to go into the mud with them, we're stuck. But if we hold space for ourselves, we elevate everyone. We elevate the world. And this is something that I am so freaking passionate about. And this is something that I'm offering in this program. So if you're a coach or if you are an influential leader, if you're a speaker, if you are a business owner and you're like, I need this, I'm so sick of limiting my life and my abilities and everything about who I am based on someone else's 
identity or based on someone else's idea of who I need to be or based on the industry standards or based on these limitations that I've been feeding into for so, so long. And now I'm exhausted about it. If this is for you, you know, in your heart, you're like, hell yeah, this is me. You're like raising your hand right now that you've been personally victimized by the limitations of others, right? And this is for you. I built this for you. So I would love to welcome you into this course. If this is something that resonates with you, if you have questions, please feel free to email me. If you have inquiries or anything like that, you can email the same email as the show, or you can do danny at com. I will throw that in the show notes as well. If you feel called to this course, I'm going to go ahead and allow the swipe up feature thingy in the show notes, right? So you can go ahead. If you're listening on iTunes, you can go ahead and swipe up and I'll put it in the show notes. I'll put the description. I'll put the course. You can find all the information there. There is a payment plan available. I'm so freaking excited about it. And I'm thinking this course is going to be quite intimate. So this is perfect for you if you want that intimate work with me, especially on this. Okay. I would not hesitate. My one-on-one is close to $40,000 to work with me for a year. And I don't say that to be like, Oh my God, look at me go. I'm saying this to be like, you get 30 days undivided attention with me, me continuously pushing you out of your comfort zone and giving you the support and holding space for you to become strong and unshakable in who you are. And it's literally like, I don't know. I not really good at math, but probably like 10% of the price or something like that as working with me one-on-one. So I would highly, highly recommend it. It's going to be an incredible program and you get individual support. So if you're like, Oh, I've done digital courses in the past. This is not your mama's digital course (laughs) at all. Every single day, every single week, I'm throwing something different at you guys. And we're going to have live training calls with me. And I'm also going to give you guys real life experience things to do. This is not a just journal it out type deal. We might have some journal prompts available and some meditations and fun things like that. But this is a experience your life type of course, not just a listen to me talk and then go write about your feelings type of course. This is like your life is now fucking live it type of course. So get excited. It's going to be wild. If you have any questions, you know where to find me. I love you guys so much. I hope this rocked your world. If it did, tag me in your Instagram stories, share it with your friends, tag me on social media. I love, love, love when you guys share with me that you guys are listening to the podcast. I freaking love it. I know that there's hundreds of people who listen to this podcast every single episode, and I'm just obsessed with you guys. I love you. I would not have this platform without you guys. So I'm just so excited. So thank you so much. Have an amazing rest of your day. Kick ass, take names, change the world. And I hope you join me for the unprofessional course. I would love to welcome you in. Um, And yeah, that's that guys. That's how the cookie crumbles. Okay. Bye guys. I hope you love, love, loved that episode. You want to come hang out with me a little bit more and maybe talk some more leadership, love and unfiltered voice. Then you can go ahead and find me on social media at Danny Driuso. And I would love for you to come join me in my private Facebook community. This is where the conversation continues. Okay. So I'm always in there giving you guys live trainings and information and just making sure that you guys are fully supported in your business life and leadership. Okay. It's a totally free Facebook community and you can find the link below in the show notes to come join me there. And I would love, love, love for you guys to leave me a review if you feel so moved to and let me know how you are loving these episodes. Okay. And maybe who you want to see on next time. 
Thanks for tuning in to the Unleash Your Voice podcast and go be bright, be bold, and be you.